So uh, welcome back to Now Open the Podcast, the sex education podcast that's more sex and education. I'm Trisha. I am Jupim. I'm Kai. So I'm this fresh. Our producer is joining us. Wait, I got to mute you because you're echoing. <laughs> so this week we are discussing the different sexual roles that queer people and especially queer men identify with. This is part two of Tops, Bottoms, and Verses where we'll dip our toes into the messy politics of topping and bottoming, as well as drop a few tips on how to figure out your sexual role and navigate it safely. This podcast deals with themes, languages, and situations that may not be suitable for young audiences. If you're under the age of 18, parental guidance isn't going to help you here. So joining us, of course, for uh, this episode is Pao and Dora. Thank you so yeah. much for being here tonight. Hello. So earlier, right, we were talking about uh, the different myths and the different terms that we use, but I have a really important question that I, I want to ask. Why do we have these labels in the first place? Like, what does it mean to you to identify as one of these labels? Like, what does it mean to you to identify as a top, bottom, reverse? Like, how does that help you as a queer person? Like, from a sexual and from a sexual need perspective, it just makes it easier to know who can provide for you and know who you can provide service to also. Like, if I want to get railed, I'm not going to sa kapa ko bottom because we're going synchronize swimming. Kami. Yes, mo. So, parang, it's not it. So, parang, it's just easier mm. to like, like see who can and who cannot. So, parang, for that, it's easier lang then to like navigate through it. So, there categories then. Like, it doesn't... Um... For me, I don't have much weight on it, but it helps for me when it comes to consent. Siguro, na parang I know that these are the things that you are comfortable with. Na parang most of the time, and still I and uh, that doesn't exempt you from not asking still if you wanna a little bit, especially yeah. So like it does help me know. Parang like honestly, kasi ako like personally, oh we could share whatever we're comfortable with. Oh, I'm comfortable with sharing this information. Oh, like for me, like comfortable ako like letting people know that I have my sexuality. I'm confident in my sexuality, and these are the things that I prefer. So, and I think that the more we grow and the more people that go into this, like they should know, lang siguro the, their own preferences. Parang it helps siguro for people to learn their own preferences. But then if, if at all they should exist, it still is a debatable argument. It, it's still debatable for me. Yeah, I guess this kind of like really feeds into the larger conversation of like having these micro identities, right? Like we're, we're, we used to just have like a certain number of categories, but like a lot of people find out that these don't exactly fit based on the assumptions that people make when you say you're like a gay man, that they have to like distill it down even more into like tops, bottoms, or verses. 
But like again, I can see a lot of parallels with the BDSM community where you use it because it's just easier when you're presenting on social media or hookup apps that are dedicated to your community where you can just easily go, oh, I'm I'm a bottom. And then it saves a lot of questions. It saves a lot of, you know, yeah, um, it's short fusion. And you can yeah. filter it out. Yeah, lalo na when physical compatibility is big for you. May na-meet na ha dati na, oh my God, sobrang gwapo, sobrang trip ko siya. Tapos sabi niya, oh my God, pares tayong bottom sis. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We can add it right here. <laughs> we can be friends. We can be friends. We'll be good friends. <laughs> we can be a really successful synchronized swimming team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or as Matt Ordonez says, just rub butts. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of like uh, hinted earlier how we're gonna dive deep into like what really these sexual roles mean because yeah we use them to make it easier for us when we're like hooking up or as shorthand when we're meeting someone new so that we can just get it out of the way but you know all of these labels as with any label comes with some baggage so I think the first mm. one I want to talk about is do you think that the idea of tops bottoms and verses and especially as how they've been applied to not just refer to sex but to also refer to like me as a person like I'm a bottom that's who I am that's my personality like do you think we're just basically replicating gender roles of like you're the man and you're the woman in a sense I believe it does like I feel like it kind of forces these, but it forces queer relationships into a heterosexual box, where it, it's more understandable, into an extent. But then how like, but it's it it makes sense to use it like what we talked about earlier. Now it clarifies what we want, what we need, right? But at the same time, it mm-hmm. also reiterates like the heterosexual norm like who's the man who's the woman in this relationship who wears the pants who doesn't when really you're just two men or two women or you know whatever you are in a relationship but um, yeah i think that's kind of what i see i sort of disagree with that because i see it as claiming that for in terms of power dynamics uh, in terms of defining your personality or your place in a relationship is a way of separating uh, separating from heteronormativity while still being able to address power dynamics, right? Without the connotations of gender that would have gone with being the man or the woman in a relationship. It is a way of establishing a power dynamic of being a top and being a bottom outside of a man-woman dynamic. I see it as that way. Hmm. How about our two expert guests? How do you feel? Like, Do you feel like the the need to conform to top and bottoms makes you fall back into certain stereotypes or gender roles? Well, ako kasi, the need to know whether someone is a top or a bottom only matters if that person too is interested in you, TBH, right? So for me, I would not make it a personality to have, like my sex sexual roles, like but I prefer not to make it my selling point whenever, or like how my relationship and dynamics with my partners are. So, and uh, yeah, I just see it as totally separate. And I think it's, uh, I think it's a very healthy option to to take for, yeah, uh, for those who are like figuring out their sexuality and then wanting to learning about uh, what sex, uh, what their roles are in sex, uh, in the bedroom. Ayun, so. Yeah, I like I just don't buy it. You know, like I am the top in this relationship, or I'm the bottom in this. Well, like, I'm just tired about. I'm I'm just tired of it. Maybe like if that's your thing, then, yay. But I don't you know. 
for me talaga. I just don't buy it. Okay, I'm gonna go against here. Is it really that bad to have some sort of conformity in a relationship? Right? Parang ako, my... Yeah, parang yeah, my love language is service. Like, extreme service talaga. Like, even in Ooh. friendships, ganyan. And that's very bottom energy, diba? Na parang... You cook like when when we're talking to like normativity, yeah. That's very like bottom energy. And ako, is it really that bad? That's my asset, gets. And my oh, okay. the love language I want to receive naman is physical touch. So parang and that's very top energy naman. Oh, effort, you know, categorizing it that way. Pero parang ako, I like receiving flowers. I like getting the door open for me. And those are typically quote unquote feminine roles. So, parang, is it really that bad to like those things? Parang, is it my fault that I like these things, right? There's mm. absolutely nothing wrong with liking typical markers of like femininity, like and and bottoming, like domesticity. Yeah. I love. I would totally be a housewife if I could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> same. I would be an amazing. Same, same, same. 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 No, pero, 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 I wonder the way that we're. Sorry, go ahead. Why, why, it should be attributed to bottoming. So yeah, so my thing lang kasi with this is parang we're saying it like um when queer folks get into these boxes of gender conformity, it's suddenly a bad thing. Na parang we're supposed to be breaking these norms. We're supposed to be mm. not conforming to these norms. Pero I enjoy those norms. I enjoy being feminine. I enjoy being um babied. Yes. So parang mm. with the way lang na we're attacking the whole gender conformity thing. It we're just making it seem like nah, you're not supposed to do this, guys. Well, on this podcast, we we oh. definitely support anybody who wants to either lean into stereotypes or fight them. Like honestly, everything's valid because you know you people are so different and everyone's yeah. unique. And we're gonna we're gonna cover a wide range of things, and some people are gonna lean into it, and that's totally cool. Mad support for everyone yeah. um, if that's what you want. I think one of the big differences, and uh, do not quote me on this because this is a, not research I did for the episode, mm-hmm. but something I read in passing, where um, the really big difference between um, queer couples and heterosexual couples um, is that because there's gender roles, there's a lot that heterosexual people don't have to talk about because they can just fall back into those stereotypical roles. Mm. So for example, there's dishes that need to be done. Queer people will talk about it because we don't assume one of us is going to do it. But in heterosexual couples, because of the assumption of gender roles, they'll be like, ah, the woman will do it. So there's a lot Uh, of things they don't talk about. And I think it's the talking about it that makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Because if you consciously communicate, I like doing the dishes and I will do them for you. Um, This is the chore I will take over and I'm fine with it. Or you do this thing. Then that's fine. But it's just mm-hmm. when you have gender roles, you don't, you just make assumptions, really. Yes. Yeah. And the problem that I have with it is, parang like people like associate it with bottom or top energy, and parang I think that like, um, like you know, that putting on restrictions is more, um, it really is more uh, harmful than um, put like just letting people. I don't know, girl. <laughs> but yeah, I really appreciate that there. I think the problem with, uh, with labels, yeah. period, is that they are useful and that they are uh, able to identify certain things about certain individuals that help us help us place ourselves with them. But then people, some people take it too far. And because you attach yourself to a label, they feel that you have to adhere to 100% of what that label entails. And that's right. It becomes a blanket statement. And when we talk about gender, as we've we've discussed so many times in the past, it's never binary. It's uh, it's a whole spectrum. It's lots of shades of gray. So it makes sense to have 
labels, but it doesn't make sense to plaster a solid definition on someone just because of their label. Yeah. Especially because as we've discussed on the show before, your sexuality can change. Mm -hmm. As like Dora um, themselves said that they used to identify as a bottom and now they're more like a verse because Mm -hmm. of experiences. So like to have to stick so strictly to labels, you know, you're also kind of excluding certain experiences from your from your from your life and i, I want to ask our guests has there ever been a time where you know you feel like somebody refused an experience or you refused an experience that you think could have been fun but yeah. you were so stuck on the labels it was like well we're both bottoms um it's not gonna work i'm looking for a top like well that one door you ever shared earlier there? yeah yeah <laughs> but have you ever have any regrets where you're like maybe i should have given it a chance uh no no regrets pa naman. from from what i've experienced wala pa naman na regrets kasi parang happy naman ako sa tops ko um, <laughs> that's what matters okay pa naman okay pa naman kami so pero wala pa pero you know what when if, if if there comes a time that soul outweighs sex maybe maybe He's saying maybe one day we'll never there yet <laughs> no I've, 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 even, I've even said this about um partnering up with partnering up the like um, having a partner that's a woman if the soul outweighs the sex mm-hmm. and the sexuality why not if we vibe we vibe we vibe right Tara we just yeah we do <laughs> I'm setting the candles over <laughs> I have my own what are you talking about <laughs> you have to, I'll, I swear. I'll take care of you you're the bottom remember <laughs> <laughs> my, my candle fetish is um rising <laughs> I have different colors for you, too. Yay. So that was that was Till Then by Lily, an indie music artist from Manila who you may know as the lovely person behind the backup vocals and keyboards of the Ransom Collective. She just released her first single, Summer, which we played on the show last week, and she has an upcoming album called Sunchild, which is planned to be released in August. You can stream their music now on Spotify. So if you are an artist that wants to be featured on the show, we'd absolutely be honored. So just send us your clips at nowopenph at gmail.com. And maybe you'll show up on one of our future episodes. Who knows? Spread the word. (laughs) Okay, so before we go on to the rest of the discussion, we want to do a little segment that we like to call Opening Up, where we answer your questions and share your confessions to the rest of the class. So for today's Opening Up, we have, as usual, no one ever signs their name, an anonymous letter. So today's Opening Up goes, Confession. Dating is hard for someone like me who has decided to live child-free. And the guys I've been dating all end up wanting to have three-plus kids. Where are all the child-free guys? (sighs) That is the question for today's opening Weird problem. I've never heard of, like, where are all the children that don't... uh, Where are all the men who don't want children? 
fucking everywhere, dude. Like, you're having a hard time finding men who never want to commit to raising kids? That's an odd problem to have. I have no advice for you. That's a unique issue. You're like, are you saying, Joe Bim, that this is the first time where someone's written in and it's like, you're the only person with this problem? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I I in the world. I want to grow up child free with no obligations. Where am I going to find someone who wants to be like me forever? Boo hoo! Everywhere, <laughs> every fucking where, dude. There's so many people, especially of our generation. If you are if you are a millennial, if you were a millennial younger younger millennial, then chances are that you're going to get married. You're going to have children later and later on in life. So it's a lot easier to find uh, people who want to grow old childless i think uh yeah you, you might be you might be you're either looking in the wrong places or these dudes are bullshitting you man i think <laughs> i think maybe if you're older if the the person who is writing to us is older then the guys that uh that person is dating is saying these things to get into their pants like oh i do want kids yeah absolutely i want three or more fucking kids and they'll think that that's like the key to getting laid right I, that's the only explanation I could think of. Why are you having a hard time finding men who don't want to have kids? That's so weird. It's hilarious because that sounds like a one-way ticket to a dry vagina for whoever's writing in. Um, actually, I'm just assuming this is a, a woman writing in. It could be a man. Could be a man. Also. Yeah, that's why I made sure to be say a man this person. As well. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I also think it's a rather unique issue because my issue was the opposite. You don't want kids. <laughs> I mean, like, not really the opposite. Sorry. Everyone I've ever dated has been child-free. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think, like, maybe energy attracts energy, like attracts like. Do you put out a motherly vibe? I don't know. I have a motherly vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a child-free person, but I, I'm a Mark, I don't know. Mark has some, uh, I think, very, very good uh, advice for for this anonymous person uh very specific advice actually the child-free guys are found among older expats so go to subic hang out at the beach for a while uh wait for dude to walk up to you and be like i don't know what do expats in subic and be like you want kids <laughs> <laughs> that's your opening line so yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't know. Um, we had another person who wrote in a couple of weeks ago asking, um, where are all the blank who blank? It's like, I can't, all the, all the women I meet are taken or something mm -hmm. like that, or all the men I meet are taken. And we're like, if literally that's again, statistically oh, yeah. impossible. Yeah. And I, I have the same answer here. It is statistically impossible that everyone in the world is wants babies and three plus children at that. And actually so, statistically unlikely given our generation, because less and less people want to have kids. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you're just yeah. looking in the wrong, stop, stop, uh, stop looking at the weekly PTA. I don't know, dude, like go to a bar or something, <laughs> maybe date younger people. That's always fun. Especially, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird problem. <laughs> maybe, maybe put it on your profile. I know it's like a really big thing to say in your profile, but you know what? Yeah. Um, I put a lot of big things on my social, on my uh, dating profiles. No so kids. it immediately weeds out everybody. Because I don't want to waste my time. No kids is such a big statement. means you don't want to have children. And also, you're not a human trafficker. So, plus on both ends. <laughs> always include. That's always a plus. Always include no kids <laughs> on your dating profile. Yeah, you definitely don't want to find out three dates in that the person that you're you're going out with is a human trafficker. Yep. So, um, yeah. Take it from me. <laughs> so, 
that's our that is our opening up i hope we answered your question sorry if we weren't much help but this is a very interesting problem to have so we're yeah. stopped <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the numbers so of so many of my friends man so many <laughs> all none of my friends ever want to have kids it's like this is great they're in their 30s they're they're rich <laughs> yeah i have an interesting idea so why don't you start a facebook group of child-free people that's, you know, yeah. like, because I, yeah. I started a non-monogamy group and now yeah. people are dating each other. So it's just going to happen. Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. Start a start a dating group for people who are like, start a community. what can be called? Um, no kids. No, that's a that's a weird. CFC, <laughs> child-free couples. Child-free. Yeah, there you go. Child-free couples. Child-free courtship. I don't know. See, we got lots of great ideas for you on this podcast. <laughs> If you like what you hear and you want to support your beloved sexual delinquents, you can send us money, like the whores we are. For less than the price of one cup of a bougie coffee per month, you can keep your favorite sex podcast up and running for many episodes to come. It comes with a lot of goodies like extra content, special shout-outs, and exclusive access to a VIP customer channel on Discord. You can even suggest an episode. It helps us out a lot, and we really appreciate it. You can donate now at co-fi.com slash nowopenph. That's ko-fi.com dot com slash now open ph and now back to the show so if you'd like to send us your anonymous questions and want to get more of our great amazing ideas as you can see here or if you just want to share your confessions you can submit through our now our, our opening up form which i'm going to leave in the comments it's also in the episode description so we're running out of things to share on this show so please send us your anonymous co uh, questions because you have a much higher chance of being chosen because <laughs> we've run out of things. All right. So uh, let's go back to the discussion. Um, we've covered so many things today, but I think I want to end on, as we try to end in this podcast, helping out the people who are listening. Mm -hmm. So if anyone out there is confused as to whether they're a top, a bottom, a side, a verse, uh, all these other subcategories, I want to ask, how do you figure it out? How do you learn who you are? I want to ask our two guests today how, how what their journey was like towards figuring out who they are. I, I've said this on your podcast before. Um, I think self-discovery and experimenting on your own is a big thing on para you know what you want from your partner as well. So you can communicate it better. Because if you don't know what you like and you find someone who knows what they like already and knows what they want to do and you turn out that you don't like it's... Medyo, it's gonna be problematic for you. So, ako, experiment on yourself. Watch porn out there. If it's, uh, no, a top, bottom, very side, if we're talking about that. Watch porn and check what you like, what you don't like. Look for a switch frog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, try, out, try out candling. Um, yeah, no. no. <laughs> yeah, ako talaga, experiment para when you get to meet your, whoever you're gonna have sex with. You know what you want, and you're not out there blind, you know, blind fucking. Anyway, yeah. yeah. That's me. That's me. For me, it's like, I know, I think it's a good balance between like trying to explore and also like, or knowing, knowing what you want on your own and also going for what you feel is right in other people. Does that make sense? Where it's like, like explore, like what, what Dora was saying, like explore on your own and figure out like through porn and stuff. But also, I think it's like, Seeing like if the if like what what Dora said also like when the soul is like when something about the soul about it being better than the sex or something like that and soul outweighs the sex if the soul outweighs the sex I I think it's also like a way to gauge like 
you're being a bottom top or verse. Like that's what happened to me. Na parang I would at the start I didn't want to date my girlfriend because she was also a bottom, but it turned out to be a really great relationship. So it's like, yeah. Uh, in in my mind, it uh, the distinction seems uh, like if if it, it's a matter of figuring out whether you uh, enjoy giving or receiving and whether you enjoy being submissive or assertive, and then you just like mix and match from there, right? Yeah. Well, as Shabib has said once on the show, he doesn't need to eat shit to know that it's going to taste bad. So <laughs> there you go. You sometimes know. you just know, you know. Yeah, and that's what I porn agree. is for, right? When you see it, I and mean, you're like, hmm. I've heard that's Dora, not for me. I've heard Dora talk about what he likes. You know what? And and the 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 enthusiasm with which he describes getting railed on the bed. I can I can only assume that you will only ever be about him, right? Like that's that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know who you are. The absolute joy that down. comes in your out in your yeah. voice and in your face yeah. when you're talking about getting railed. Yep. Yeah. I hope everyone gets to experience that at least once in their life. The joy <laughs> with which you claim the title of Pillow Princess shall be unmatched for the rest of the year. <laughs> and um, the fact that I have an enema within my arm reach is also right. Yeah. Right beside yep. your computer too, so I don't even want. Yes, to know. it's right I don't here. I want to know why that's there. You know, very dangerous. It's wet. And with that, I, I want to ask, uh, do you have any tips for our fledging tops, bottoms, and verses when they're navigating their sexual experiences? So as bottoms, let's start with bottoms. Do you have any tips for bottoms? What should bottoms do when prepping for a sesh? Oh, if you need another hour, man. <laughs> Number one. Demonstrate with the douche. Where's the douche? Bring it out. Eat. Okay, I'll bring it out. <laughs> so this is what you call a douche. This is your best friend. This is so you can avoid peanut butter notes. situations. Okay, what's a okay. peanut butter situation? Pe- peanut butter kisses. Uh, uh, peanut butter situation is we get you when you get peanut butter on the rod of your partner. You get peanut butter on the banana. Yes. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cocoa butter. Okay. <laughs> Cocoa butter kisses. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, my tips for bottoms is practice because I have tried not practicing and getting into an Australian fight and it did not turn out well. Um, What's an Australian we fight? Need, we need to define practice and Australian fight. fight. <laughs> it's like a fight, but down under. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't practice. And then, of course, when you, it's a muscle, gets the, the, the anus is a muscle. So you have to stretch it out. And get ready for about. You have to war- warm up mm. and work out. And stretch. that time, I was young. I went into um, a tenor without practicing. And yeah, and it was a, a not a nice situation. Anyway, yes, practice. Use toys. Clean. And get used to eating ice. <laughs> eating ice? Days. Wait, no. What's that? What's that? What's eating ice? No, because you have to have good bowel movement. So just be like on a water diet for like a good 12 hours or a good 16 hours. So yeah. So 12 it's hours so you can't eat? It's like a blood yeah. test. So it's not messy. So there's nothing there. Oh. That is some commitment. I love that. See, wow. when you say bottoms are lazy, we are committed to the cause. You do really like, plan ahead, you know, yeah. for the sex. Yeah. It I is- have mad respect for y'all because I've never prepped that much for anal sex and I've had quite my fair share of it but I've never prepped to the level that you're doing it I wonder if I'm doing <laughs> it wrong <laughs> I've my never God, once prepped for anal sex 
<laughs> I should now. I feel bad for not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So uh, yeah. you're not a top, but uh, as a bottom, what do you wish your tops would do before yes, what engaging? You? Oh, What's wow. your message to tops out there? Take care of your bottoms and take it slow How? at first. Oh my God. Please take it slow at first. You know what? Put up some music. Make us feel relaxed. Because <laughs> if we're tense, we're going to clip off your dick. Um, no, um, when, like, take care of your bottoms. Has that ever happened to you? Um, no, 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 not yet. <laughs> um, we, we, we enjoy foreplay as well. Just because we're bottoms doesn't mean we don't enjoy foreplay. And learn to eat ass. Oh my God. Ooh, learn to eat ass. That's always a yes. good life skill to have. You never know when it's going to get you out of a tight spot. Okay, question. <laughs> question. Does, uh, is ass hair a factor? Wax or no wax? Wax or no wax? I've never seen it as an issue. I've, I've never seen hair as an issue. Eh? Okay. We all no, have that's me. ass hair. That's me. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if it's just like, you know, if you don't clean, uh, if you don't do the 12-hour water fast, and, you know, there is some Nutella down there. Like, I, w- I would imagine that the hair would make it a little bit hairier. The, the, you know, a hairier situation, the, you know? The hair isn't the, the issue. The, the, it's the cleaning. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I have a question. Yeah, is yeah. Um, In these sexual roles, is anybody in particular in charge of bringing contraceptives? Is that the top's role, the bottom's role? Or is everyone expected to, yeah, just to bring. bring something? Just bring. Yeah. Regardless just of bring. who you are. Yeah, bring um, condoms and who is engaging in consenting sex. You, it is your responsibility to bring around a condom wherever you go. If you own a penis, you know, like you should be bringing around a condom. Yeah, I agree. Actually, no, even if you don't own a penis, I bring, bring around, around a condom. condom. Because Actually, yeah, yeah. There have been many times where men are like, oh, I forgot the condom. Maybe we should just do Actually, it without. Actually, that's and a I'm great like, point. Yeah. Ha, you should be ready <laughs> with it. My... Like, <laughs> I got you. Mother. Look what I have here. <laughs> <laughs> like a shuriken. <laughs> I am part of the CFC. <laughs> <laughs> the Child Free Club. <laughs> it's written on the condom. <laughs> Sponsored by yeah, that's a good rule. Always bring your own condoms and bring your, bring your own condoms, if possible period. because um, always better to be safe than sorry. You know, you'll never know when you'll need your seat belts. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're going to share like a, a dildo, you might still need a, a condom, right? Yeah. And also, if you meet condom. somebody on the street who just suddenly <laughs> needs a condom yeah. and you have an extra one, now you have a friend. If you ever find yourself mm-hmm. in the middle of a water balloon fight, and you are unarmed also comes in handy. Very, very right. handy. <laughs> or in a dentist chair while you're high on um, laughing gas. Now you have entertainment. <laughs> See, it's just multi-purpose. Always have a condom on hand. <laughs> so that wraps up our discussion on tops, bottoms, and verses. I want to know what y'all want to finally impart to all of our listeners and so many have stuck around and I really want to thank everyone who stuck around today. What do you want to finally impart to them before we leave? Minus labels aren't absolute. I was yes. going to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. That was going to be my main absolute. thing. Uh, I think that labels are very useful as I, as I said earlier, but people confuse like the existence of labels with forcing people to adhere to them just because they exist. They're like, why do we even have them if you're not going to follow them? Well, we have them because it's easier to define some things and because some social situations go over easier because they exist, but they don't exist to to put people in a box. They exist to make the discourse easier. Right. 
Yeah, parang I agree. I, I I read a comment a while ago. It said labels were made for humans, not humans were made for labels. So that's pretty nice, right? That was a great comment. Okay, so uh, thank you so much, Dora, for joining us tonight. Of course. Thank you, Pau, as well, who messaged me that um, they're having uh, router problems, so Mm -hmm. uh, they might not be able to join us back. But uh, thank you so much. We learned a lot. This is one of those episodes where we have no clue what we're talking about. So we're we're so happy that you came and shared your experiences with us. Okay, so do you you want to... Always. Please come back, Dora. You're always welcome. (laughs) So uh, do you want to promote your socials, Dora? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, I'm at Dora Crybaby everywhere. Um, I'm on Magic 89.9 Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 a.m. What do I have? Oh, uh, you can rewatch my Lazada Live a while ago on the Last Live app. Um, Check out the 7-7 Lazada Super Sale. Um, (laughs) That's for five (laughs) days until July. I'm sorry, I'm just plugging myself. Shut up and take Um, my money, Dora. (laughs) And then um, also, if you want to rewatch my webinar with Globe Gcash G-Invest, you can also watch that on the G-Invest Facebook page. Yes, I think that's it. Awesome. How about you, uh, Joe You want to plug anything? Nope. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Guy, do you want to plug anything? I'm good. (laughs) Nobody cares for self-promotion anymore. I love it. Um, Now I'm ashamed. Let's cut that episode. Let's cut that bit out. (laughs) We just want to make Dora look bad, really. After you decline, also say something about how you have no ego and don't care about your image. You're going to look really, really, really bad. Well, uh, I do have an ego and I do somewhat care about my image sometimes. So follow me on Twitter at Trisha O'Bannon. Uh, Pao is not here to promote his pluggables. So I'll just go ahead and promote his Twitter. That's twitter.com. Uh, slash Pao Pangs. Uh, I believe he's also on Instagram at instagram.com slash Pao Pangs. So, uh, yeah, make sure to follow our lovely guest tonight and the host if you want to keep up with us. You can also stay updated with Now Open by following us on Facebook uh, and Twitter at NowOpenPH. Our past episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. So make sure to check out our Spotify. We're uploading a ton of content um, in the next couple of weeks. And you're, you're, you get basically all of our amazing episodes with all of our terrible audio edited out. So make sure to check that out. Uh, so uh, we also have a Discord server where you can hang out with the hosts, fans, and friends of Now Open. So if you want to chill, uh, watch us play games, and just meet all the other customers of Now Open, that's the place to be. And if you liked our episode and want to keep us running, please subscribe to our coffee page. That's coffee.com slash nowopenph. You will get bonus content and other special perks. So for just 150 pesos per month, you will get uh, bonus content from each of the hosts. You'll also see the pre-show, which we now film. You'll get to see us hanging out, chilling um, before, uh, before the show starts. And you'll get a first peek and I'm so excited for this at our upcoming anniversary merch. So we're up, we're we're coming up on the one year anniversary of Now Open. We're releasing some special merch. We're going to announce it first on the coffee. You'll get first dibs on the pre-orders, and if you sign up be, uh, before our anniversary on August four, you can even get a huge discount on the merch that we are releasing. So make sure to sign up. It's just 150 pesos. You're gonna make your money back. 
with the discount alone. So please, 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 please subscribe to our coffee. And again, if you like this, then you will love next week's episode. We hope that you tune in same time, same place for how we talk about sex. So Jobim, can you tell us a little bit about what this episode is going to be about? Okay, so the discourse on sex has been uh, has been changing. It's been evolving over the past, I'd say, five or so years with a movement that uh, we know as the woke movement with wokeness. But uh, is wokeness being hijacked? And how is wokeness changing the way that uh, younger people and we, as a result, talk about sex? Awesome. So that is next week. Uh, See y'all when we next open.